Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve. Ooh. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve, what do you call the lane on a. If you're on a highway, right? HOV, carpool lane. Uh, nope. Like if your car breaks down, you pull over on the it's shoulder. A, shoulder. There we go. Thank you. What, oh, it's what, driving me the, crazy. what did I miss out on during the commercial break? Somebody agreed with me via email about 94 and how. You, you call it the Bermuda Triangle. It's the Bermuda Triangle of <laughs> local highways. Yes. People are crazy on 94. And I got an email from Douglas, and he said, all during COVID, the highways turned into NASCAR tracks. They did. People shut in from COVID, angry, you are spot on. And I'm like, okay, it was bad before. I always thought 94 was like crazy. Um, Because people won't let you get in the right lane to exit. And the exit comes up really fast as they're coming on, and they're going 80 miles per hour, passing you from the shoulder, Mm. even when you're in the right lane. And you're like, where are you going? Anyway, sorry I blew up. It's well, okay. boy, and you blew up this morning. I said a really, really bad word. It and was ooh. very funny when it happened. This is, and then after that, I was like, "We're done with this phone call. I gotta go. I have an appointment." I apologize. It was a bad word, and then the funniest part was: Are you okay with me saying what you warned me? You said I'm about to do this. I don't remember the, the play-by-play. Oh, I was, was like, "I'm about to." Did I say I'm about she, to? Swear? No, she said. Let's just say she said. Love you, buddy. And then she said, hey, oh. I'm about to flip somebody off. <laughs> She's like, give me play by play. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You don't have to. Well, and this person was so mean. Not only yeah, would they happened? not let me in, then, then they started riding my tail all the way to work. Even when I got off, they got off oh, on 280. I got off on university. He got off on university. I turned to come to work, and he ended up going straight. But I was like, up yours, man. I'm just trying to get to work. You don't know if I have a baby in the back seat. You Why are people so territorialistic about their space on the highway? Why can't you share the road? Yeah, just slow down. I'm like getting on to you know getting on to 94 from university from where we are. It's just everyone feels like this is my lane. We've been on it already. We don't want any newcomers. <laughs> it's very clicky. I'm with Rant. you, but oh, the, the left goes. lane can be territorial. Everything else is up for grabs. You got to. Uh, you gotta, but if you're in the left lane and you're going slower, I'm sorry. 
Get out of the way. The problem, though, but by R two eighty, exactly, it's a left it's exit. A left so entry. you have to be in the left lane. But how but many times it, do you follow people in that lane? Sorry, Steve. And then you're all of a sudden you're they're going real slow, and then they're like, "Oh wait, I can't be in this lane because I'm not trying to exit." Pay attention. Pay but attention. I have a uh, a pushback to that, and we will get to uh, what airlines ready oh, to yeah. weigh you. We have other you get transportation the plane. news. Don't this worry. Is transportation talk. But um, my beef is there's got to be a threshold of, because everybody in the left lane, if they're going 80, then they're like, get out of my way. But if I'm in a 55 and I'm already going 68, I feel like I am moving past the slower traffic in the right, but then there's always someone bigger, better, faster behind you who's like, get out, I'm trying to go 90. And I'm like, I'm already passing them, and now I'm going to have to slow down and get in the slow lane just so that you can... And what is it about trucks? As soon as I see a truck behind <laughs> it's me, got I go, a truck. oh, I... here comes this P word. Every time I see a truck, <laughs> and I know many great people who own trucks and are decent human beings... But goodness gracious, I see a pickup and immediately I'm with you, Donna. Judge them and I'm like, oh, here we go. Especially in the snow. You truck know? nuts is here to tell everybody that he's got a truck. You're not alone, guys. We are <laughs> us truck owners are not very considerate. I will. No, give I you know that. you are very considerate. Also, you're probably the first people who will stop and help somebody who's stuck or Zach, something yes. like that. But that intimidation thing and, and the lights are like. You feel like you're, you know, being interrogated by good cop, bad cop, yeah. you know? <laughs> the lights are a little bit higher up, so in your back window, my it lights are going like right in your beams. mirrors. Yeah, it's it's a definite, uh, people want to say power move, but I think it's just a D move. In you a think sense. I could get into a truck? Could you no. buy me in a truck with Steve. this hair? Yeah. <laughs> if someone saw you in a truck, they would think that you were committing some kind of white collar crime after stealing a truck. <laughs> or doing a commercial. <laughs> Yeah, more likely a commercial. A commercial. Oh, gosh. There's Pretty Boy doing the truck ad. Uh. Him and McConaughey. Uh. Anyway. So wh- who who wants to weigh us now after we have a burrito as we're waiting in Concourse B? Okay, so this is really interesting because my brother sent me this story, and I'm like, this can't be true. This is getting, This is like coming from The Onion or something. Apparently, U.S. Air is considering starting to weigh um, passengers at the gate. Well, not not U.S. Air. They're, they're now defunct. Uh, oh, U.S. Brand, Airlines? But just Air, U.S. Air, airlines that operate out of the United States. Oh, so United States Airlines in general. Yes. I saw that, and I God, was like... God bless U.S. Air, though. Remember U.S. Air? I do, indeed. Loved it. Yeah, they had a hub out of Pittsburgh, where I grew up. My, one of my good friends worked for them. Um, yeah, so I... I think this is only going to be for smaller aircrafts, which, you know, if you're flying out of Flying Cloud Airport, you're already they're already checking your weight. You know, if you're getting into a Cessna, they, you've got a You've got a weight mm-hmm. limit there. But they're talking about, mm, let's see, a small cabin aircraft is considered five to twenty nine passenger seats. But apparently there are foreign airlines already doing this mm. all over the world. Some people talked about their experiences um, in the Maldives. Is that how you say that? Mm. Yeah, beautiful. And um, that they were only weighing people who weren't residents already oh. of that area. And in New Zealand, they were doing it. Um. But sometimes they're just weighing the other passengers because we're getting so fat. Okay, well, and listen, so that's a statistical <laughs> thing. That's that's like an objective finding that uh, Americans, are, our median body weight is going up. 
You know, there's a documentary. I've said it once, said it a thousand times. We are overfed and undernourished. Mm-hmm. Overfed, undernourished, and very often it also that that affects like lower income portions of the population because the government subsidized food is sugar laden. And so there again, you have these folks who don't have many choices for food. The right. food that they have is filled with sugar. And so then they are overfed and undernourished. Here's yeah. my question for you, Dana. I'm not You're telling all, you how much I weigh. Hang on. No, <laughs> no I can eyeball that. I, but ah, tell me this. Steve. No, I can eyeball with anybody. I'm like a carnival worker. I am too. I'm pretty good at it. I can guess your weights. age and your weight. Want me to guess you right now, Grant? Yes. All right. Um... I've got Grant. You're you're five seven, right? Yep. I'm gonna put down five five seven. I've got Grant at. I've got mine. All right. I have Grant at a hundred and seventy one pounds. Steve, look at this. Oh, and I guess the same. Exact how much thing. do you weigh, Grant? I weighed myself last night at one seventy three. Ah! No joke. Oh my God! Donna. That's so funny that we and both you're had the same number. And if you're within three pounds as a carny, because I was the, you get the... between jobs at one point. If you're within three. <laughs> Pounds, you get the big stuffed animal. We win. So, no, he doesn't get the stuffed animal because we got him. You this guys no, we get the big stuffed animal. Well, we're the carny yeah. workers. Our our prize yeah, is but just we being guessed. a part of a carnival circuit. Yeah, but we're the ones who... Oh, I see. The carnies he... guess. Oh, that's... Here's my question, Donna. Not how much you weigh. Back to this. But you're all set for your girls' trip. You're going to South Dakota. You're already tipsy. And then they say, all right, ma'am, just step on the scale before we get you on. And it's one of those, woo, like a produce scale no. that everyone else is going to see. Or, do you go on the trip or not? I hold up a coat over the <laughs> over the number, and I look away and go, you jot it down, just don't jot say it, it out loud. 651-641-1071. <laughs> Somebody call that number right now. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on me or Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. That's next. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Let's play. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. Well, let's see how smart you guys are. This is pretty interesting today for our topic. You guys got to hear this story real quick. We do have Tina with us, but before we bring Tina in, I wanted to tell you this. I went to Donna this Don, excuse me, this morning, and as I was trying to get this College of Pop Culture Knowledge ready, and I said, hey, Don, I need some help. I'm kind of at a blank right now. My mind is elsewhere. I could use some help just getting a topic. And she put her head down, put her hands in between her face, and just kind of thought for a second. 
And then she said the topic, war movies. Okay. And no joke, you guys. The only tab I had on my computer in the prep room up for a topic for anything that I had researched. And she couldn't see it. She could not see it. Was the top 10 war movies of all time. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. No joke. Crazy. Isn't that nuts? I just. Then we got to do it. And so I was like, we got to do it after that little psychic situation. So, okay. This, so, this so, is not my jam, just so you know. Well, we have Tina with us from New Richmond, Wisconsin. Tina, how you doing? Good. You guys? Good. Uh, oh, wow. Thank that was you. nice you to ask. No one ever asked that. Uh, we're doing. Actually, thanks for asking. It's a little up and down, you know? Um, Steve. Oh. Don't be that guy. Okay. Sorry. We're doing good. It's all good. <laughs> so, Tina, you can play with either Donna or Steve. And today's prize is a My Talk T-shirt, and the topic is war movies. Who do you want to team up with here to try to win yourself a My Talk T-shirt? Uh, I've always wanted one of your guys' shirts. Um, and Donna, you just said that you're not good with that, so mm-hmm. I will go with Steve. That's, That's fair. my girl. That's, That's fair. Thinking okay. with your head and not your heart, and you're gonna you're gonna win a, a shirt. I can just tell you that right yes, now. You're I'm a veteran, so this would be the oh my gosh, win on. Perfect. Oh, this is Another, great. How about that? Like, we got a veteran as our... Oh, my God. I, what, are the, what are the chances? What, Donna? Bye, Donna. Bye. Okay. Right, Donna's gone now. Whew, got rid of her. All right. Yes, exactly. Tina, we'll come back to you at the end, and you can help Steve out in any way at the end of his uh, time of answering the questions, okay? All right. Perfect. All right. Here we go, Steve. The 1962 war drama, The Longest Day, was about what major military op- operation in World War II? Normandy. Bradley Cooper starred in which 2014 award-winning film about Chris Kyle's involvement in the Iraq War? American Sniper. The 1989 movie Glory starring Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, and Morgan Freeman takes place during which war? The Civil War. Now let me think about this here. American Sniper, Bradley Cooper, that, yes. And then the first one, that's the Battle at Normandy. That's the longest day they stormed the beach. I'm going to stick with that. Stick it with your answers. Tina, how do you feel about those answers? I feel comfortable with those, too. Okay. All right, Tina, I really now hope that I can pull this out for you. As a veteran, thank you for your service. Thank you. And um, let's let's take down the enemy that is Donna Valentine. She'll <laughs> she'll take care of herself. <laughs> we'll, we're all good here. She'll Bring her a, back in. Come on she'll in, She'll hit Donna. a tripwire for sure. Come on. Yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen, Donna Valentine joining us again on the Donna and Steve Show. Hi, Donna. What'd you do during your headphone off time? Um, I thought about um, war movies. Did you write oh. some down? Yep. See, mm-hmm. I should probably do that. I usually just pick up my guitar. <laughs> I feel like it buys you a little time to think it about does. it. It does. If you chosen. use the time yeah. correctly. But I'm just... All right. All right, here we go, Donna. Ready to go? Nope. Okay, well, we're going to go anyways. In right. 1960, This 1962 war drama, The Longest Day, was about what major military operation in World War II? Is that like a the beaches of Normandy? Norman, I don't know. Normandy. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Is that World War II? Yeah. Okay. Bradley Cooper starred in which 2014 award-winning film about Chris Kyle's involvement in the Iraq oh, War? Oh, gosh. That's about the, sh- the, the sharpshooter guy. Um, can't remember. Next. Nin- this 1989 movie, Glory, starring Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, and Morgan Freeman, takes place during which war? Uh, Civil War. Okay. Civil War. Wow. So close, Donna. You were close. You were very close. Mm-hmm. And it was all it all came down to you thinking sharpshooter instead of sniper. sniper. Grant, take it away. Yes. Uh that's close. honestly the question I thought that might trip up one of you guys was that very question. The first question was in fact the nineteen sixty two war drama The Longest Day was about what major military operation in World War II. D-Day, the landings at Normandy, was correct. Steve, you got that right. And Donna, I'll give you that one because you said Beaches of Normandy. That is correct. Thank you. Uh, We'll go to the third one, the 1989 movie Glory, starring Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, and Morgan Freeman, takes place during which war? And it was, in fact, the Civil War. Watched that one in, uh, I think, American History back in high school. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's there's a Denzel Washington scene in that movie. Just one of the most powerful scenes ever in movie history. Absolutely. And lastly, Bradley Cooper starred in which 2014 award-winning film about Chris Kyle's involvement in the Iraq War was American Sniper. Steve was correct with that one, which means Steve and Tina are our winners. Tina's got herself a My Talk t-shirt. Congratulations. Yay, Tina. Yay, thank you, guys. Hey, Tina. Yes. Sorry I interrupted you. Um, Hey, listen, why don't you stick around for the tiebreaker? We'll just play it for kicks and giggles. Why not? All right. So yeah. here's how we do it. If you know the answer, just say your name. Okay. I'm bad at that. I usually just scream the answer, but I will try. <laughs> what comedian starred as a disc jockey for the Army? Steve. Don- Steve. Yeah. That was Robin Williams. <laughs> I almost said Bill Murray right there. Good morning. Vietnam. Yeah. Good morning. Yes. Oh, Tina. Right? It's Tina, right? Tina. Yeah, yeah Tina, Correct. I'm so Correct. glad you got your shirt, and thank you for your service. Yes, I did 12 years in the Guard, and I just graduated at 36 with my associates in early childhood education. So. Oh, good for you. You're making the world a better place. Thank you for all you've done. Well, I love kids, and I love people, so why not? Good for you. Oh, that's so sweet. We do, too, but we're selfish with what we do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the difference between you and I. Thanks, <laughs> Tina. Have a great day. Thank you. You Bye, too. Tina. Oh, home, man, I'm so bad. Dun, nah, nah, no. I'm really bad at like history and recall. Um, but I feel like I did a pretty good job today. You did a pretty good job. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. And way to be way to be talking yourself up. Um, hey, do you mind if we go into the email bag? Sure. Make it official. Oh, let's see here. Not the mama. What do you know, Uh Let's see here. We got this from our buddy Brian. Yesterday, Donna, we were trying to talk you into eating uh, steak more than once a decade. Uh, you mentioned cancer runs in your family. <laughs> you want to be cautious. Brian said you don't need to avoid steak if cancer runs in your family. The healthy fat and meat is very beneficial in moderation. What you should avoid is artificial sweeteners that are in low-calorie and diet foods. Okay, will do. Uh, Actually, I don't avoid those things. Okay, fine. Thank you. Wait, you eat them? I do. I put artificial a, sweeteners. Yeah, I, I put oh, a Splenda yeah. in my coffee. I put a half a Splenda in my coffee. I drink diet. Pop. That stuff is much more cancer causing than than <laughs> like a steak once a month. Yeah, I only oh, do it no. if I'm having a mixed drink, though. 
I don't. Uh, I don't drink. I had, I had uh, a, a whiskey and coke recently. That's so you fun. did full on coke, huh? No, right. I did Coke Zero. Oh, see, that's artificial sweeteners. Yes, mm-hmm. I know. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I Thank know. you for the tip. I, I know. I'm just yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, driving was the next topic. This from our Russian listener Pavel or Pavel. Who said, guys, I don't have a lot of experience driving in in the United States, but comparing it to driving in Russia, I can say that people in the United States are driving rather aggressively, but with respect to other drivers at the same time. Thank you for your Russian perspective. Will you tell us, how did you come across my talk? Yeah, Pavel. How did you you come across our radio station? It's just so bizarre that someone in China listens to us, someone in Greece, someone in, was it South Africa? Like, how are you? Where are you finding us? Did you Google search us? Did you spend time in the United States? Also, what's the Kremlin like in person? Oh, boy. Uh, we and have do one you more. have one of those fuzzy hats that I want to Okay. <laughs> so you don't like my Kremlin question. Uh, okay, we did get this one from it's Jessica. It's cold a lot over there. Okay, Jessica. Jessica said, uh, the subject was breast milk going back to yesterday's show. I have the day off today as two of my kids are getting braces. And boy, to hear the breast milk discussion mm-hmm. has been the perfect way to start my day off. Kind of thinking of having a fourth baby now after hearing Steve's expertise where I showed everybody visually... That if your pinky is the nipple, how okay, and I don't where want to you want this. Are you trying to sabotage my segment? No, it's where you want the baby to latch down. I'm just okay. full circle. Great. Donna, the nipple goes deep into okay, the mouth. Okay, I understand. It has to go That's, towards the back of the baby's throat. Yes, and the baby's lips should be up. One more thing. <sighs> Almost like, like think of them like fish lips. You want them like up I get it. and like smacked out. I you know what I'm saying? I understand. I want to attend a breast milk class with you. Time for a tip. Okay. <laughs> Everybody on the show get tipsy. Everybody on the show get tipsy. Everybody on the show get tipsy. Oh, did I take the wrong one? Everybody on the show get tipsy. Uh-oh. Uh, So is that a no to the lactation class? Yes, it is. We would both be fully clothed, but we could learn together. Oh, am I in the back? What did I do? I don't know, but I had more to say about breast milk. I'll just tell you this. If you need to remember to take something with you when you leave the house in the morning, I just experienced this, actually. Mm-hmm. The night before, I left a piece of paper on paper. my seat of my car, and I Good. had to go back into the house and go and get said Great. item. Works. That's sure fun. This one says, put it in your shoe, so you oh. know you can't leave without it. That's smart. Right, because that's the last thing you're going to put on, and you're going to go, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, I do think you should still put the note in the car just as a safeguard. You know what I think hell is? Uh, I bet you hell is just a bunch of us wearing shoes you can't take off, and then it's mandatory to put pants on. What? So then you're trying to get your shoed foot through the hole of your jeans. Oh, you ever like, like put boots on first and then you try to put snow pants on? And it's such a frustrating feeling. Yeah. That's hell. Mm. One pair of pants after another, but the shoes always stay on. Okay. Cool. Good talk. I think it was good. Hey, real nice tipsy segment, Donna. I had a lot of really good ones. I, I feel well, like you were trying to sabotage me. No, I know. I left I them in just... the other room. All right. Whatever. Why do you shut down breast milk talk? I think we covered everything. <laughs> I really do. And by the way, that listener who's thinking about having a fourth baby, yeah. go for it. Do it. You'll do never it. regret the fourth Never. May we look around at our fourth and say, man, just imagine our family without this little guy. Right? We should name him someday. 
You get to everything slower when we come back. Mm-hmm. Kristen Bell uh, was on Mushrooms, mm-hmm. and now she's talking about it. We'll explain what her experience was like. You'll hear it from her. And then the reason why she was doing it, which I'm not sure is a good idea. Hmm. We'll get into that when we come back on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. When summer rolls around, I'm looking for fun activities for my family and me. And that's why I love the Y. They have summer camps for kids, teens, and even families to enjoy together. Campers of all ages can go swimming, canoeing, horseback riding, and more. Become a Y member for just five bucks and get discounts on these summer camps plus 25% off dues for the whole summer. Check it out at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and we love you for it. Thank you. We love you so much. We and love we wanna, you. We love you long time. If it wasn't time. for this pandemic, we would hold you so hard. Too much. A little bit. Okay. It's okay. Uh, anyway, that's not why you called. Oh, Steve, don't do those. Okay. No. Nope. Oh, okay, nope. sorry, guys. It was just a kissing sound. No, it's mouth noises. Okay. Brian, I didn't know you didn't like them either. Oh. Oh, you're my brother from another mother. <laughs> What's your beef with mouth Why does everybody hate mouth noises? Because you're disgusting. Yes. Take a sip of water. If you've got the little Ew. going on, take a yeah. sip of water. Take a sip of water, people. People get What's, really angry. You think I'm angry when I'm driving on 94? I do. Yes, I do. You, <laughs> you, I mean, yes. the mouth noises put people over the edge. They're just like, I will kill you. It's like more than nails on a chalkboard for people. Yeah, it's, it's so That's bad. That's how I feel. If someone's fork scrapes against a plate the wrong way, I'm like, okay, so you're going to have to pick that up with your hands now. The rest of the meal, you pretend that you're in a different <laughs> culture and you eat with your hands. You understand me? Mm-hmm. I Do you know... Do you know that I actually had us buy plastic white plates? Because of that reason? Because of that. Every time, every meal, there was one point where everything was going along fine, and then I just wanted to climb the curtains like a cat. Okay, then you get it. You get it. Yes. We're all in the club here. But boy, back to Donna's anger on the highway. Unbelievable. (laughs) Hey, Oh, I just said the worst word that you can possibly think of. And then I went, oh, my God, I'm on speakerphone with Steve. And I was. No, I had you in my AirPods. I mean, yesterday you were on speakerphone and you introduced my 15 month old son to something new. But that's all good. You got to learn somehow. I have a problem. I need a driver. No. (laughs) Um, Okay, let us now. Grant, you could swing by. I was going to say, we can carpool in. Yeah. Oh, my nightmare. (laughs) I don't ever want to drive with anybody ever. We could prep together in the morning. No. Like, just well, okay. No, no, I need to be looking at a computer. I got to, we shouldn't do this. I just, even like when we come back. You're going to be like, oh, I'm so happy to have you back until eight minutes into me being in the same room with you. And then I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about this. Quiet. I'm working. No. That is true. If you're going to be in the same room with me when you come back, that might be I don't want to be in the same room with you. Okay, perfect. You know what I'll do? How about this? Rude. (laughs) See, you feel this way. This, all right. You we'll just talk about told Kristen Bell to be moment. in the room. Kristen Bell's on mushrooms. We'll tell you why. But this was like whenever I, whenever I first started working with you, and I was in the same studio as you, and then you said, "Go wherever you want. If you want to go over to that other studio, because I'm just looking at this taupe wall behind you. That's all I look at in the Twin Cities live office. There's never a window. You can go over there if you want. I don't mind." Within you, ten seconds, there were skid marks on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the chair was spinning. 
I go over there, and then she's always like, yeah, and then he left. He didn't want to be here, even though she told me. So just like that, she's like, I don't want to be in the same room with you, but once you, once the other person says, I don't want to be in the same room with you. Yeah, because I want the control, of course. (laughs) Doesn't everybody? Oh, you're exhausted. You are. All right. All right. Kristen Bell's on mushrooms. Okay, though. Okay, this story bugs me. Well... Okay, so we have audio of her speaking about it, right? Yeah, we we have her explaining what the trip what the trip was like, and she was on uh, Sean Hayes and Dr. Priyanka Wally's new podcast. It's called Hypochondriactor, and she's talking about looking into these different ways to deal with severe depression, depression that she has dealt with for twenty two years. And so she read this guy's book. His name is Michael Paul, and he's got a book called How to Change Your Mind. Yeah. And she was inspired to check out this new approach to treating depression using psychedelic drugs. She said um, he really goes into detail about this underground academic community that has continued to study the effects of LSD mm-hmm. and silo, psilocybin, mm. which is basically hallucinogenic mushrooms. And they say that it can help you get to a healthy normal there are aspects to these two particular drugs that the places you can go in your brain are much deeper and more healing than anything else so here's her talking about her experience on mushrooms I was so enamored with my own body. I had gone to the bathroom, like I went to pee and I came downstairs like wide-eyed and I said, Dax, I had to pee. I felt the sensation of having to pee and all of a sudden this beautiful lady, and I was pointing to my legs, picked me up, she walked me down the hallway, she sat me down on the toilet, she rolled a little roll of toilet paper for me and just put it on my lap and now I'm back out here. But like. In my head, I had separated Mm -hmm. this body that had done so much good in my life that has taken me through happiness and pain and and workouts and laziness. And I was just like, couldn't stop touching my legs going, you're so strong. You're so elegant. Hmm. Okay, so she went on to say, um, I'm very lucky to be married to an ex-drug addict. Talking Mm. about Dax Shepard. Not only did he know where to get the mushrooms, he got that really nice quality organic set and setting beautiful mushroom and then he babysat me. Now, the Food and Drug Administration, it should be noted, is currently conducting trials to study the effects of these hallucinogenic mushrooms on people with severe depression and has said that results so far show that it is a breakthrough yep. therapy. Yeah, but maybe not in that form, maybe Micro, in a pill form. Microdosing like, is what yes, they're talking about. Like yes. taking As a teeny, teeny, tiny She went to trip her brain out is what she did when she said a beautiful lady picked her up that's not a micro dose of mushrooms with their which is what this i believe in the same way like cbd oil can be beneficial i think that's what they're talking about my problem with this is and i know steve you have another issue with it in some ways she is a role model right and she's a mom of young children Putting this out there and what I'm assuming is buying illegal drugs off the street because Dax knew where to get them. What kind of messaging are you putting out there? It's it's very shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a reasonable take on all of it. I also I'm no doctor. And so maybe it is a breakthrough therapy. It's interesting to hear I am Grant talk about the micro dosing. Maybe that's the way to do it. I guess my concern with tripping and thinking that you're tripping on mushrooms, thinking that your legs are a woman who's carrying you to the bathroom is that feels like 
and I'm happy to be proven wrong on this, but that feels like it would take you so far from reality mm-hmm. that it as a, so it temporarily cures you in the same way that alcohol would or pick a pick a numbing agent. It's escapism. But doesn't it then make reality facing reality all the more difficult because then it doesn't help you to cope with reality other than knowing I can escape this if I want to. Yes. As opposed to here's a better way to view reality yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like i think the the end goal is to be able to cope and potentially overcome those feelings but when you're just escaping and then yeah coming back again what is really what is that doing for you well here's what she went on to say she thinks uh, we're talking about Kristen bell trying hallucinogenic mushrooms as a, a a treatment for her depression she was talking to sean hayes on his new podcast about it she believes her anxiety according to people magazine is triggered by too much stimuli so she's learned to take time for herself when she's starting to struggle she said when i get too much stimulus i get really irritable and it just spikes but you just have to know when to take breaks so that you're not overwhelmed, because when I'm overwhelmed, my anxiety shoots up like skyrockets, but I'm still on a medication, and I don't know if I'll ever be off it. I would love to think I would one day, but right now, it's working. And yeah. she encouraged people who think that they might be depressed to seek treatment, even if they're afraid to. That's okay. I could get down with that. Yeah. Did you guys mention that this, like this, like in Seattle, how this is legal? Earlier, I was talking no. to something. Yeah, so there, I think it's Seattle, Washington, I believe, made the, made psychedelics legal um, in the last. Mm. I think it was the last election in November. Mm. And you know, obviously, some people are taking it to the extent of for you know doing things to completely just have fun, and some people are taking it in the microdosing sense of really helping themselves out. So there's a there's a good and bad to this, I think. Personally, I think that there's there's some more good that can be found than bad. Okay. I don't know, but I don't know. I ain't no doctor. I ain't a doctor. Mm. I'm gonna go. I watched ER once. <laughs> Big fan. Um, hey, it's the time of year where they start axing some of your favorite shows. Find out if yours just got canceled when we come back on my.